Hola a todos. Thank you for joining me for a new episode on Cipota Colocha Says. I want to welcome all of my new listeners and new subscribers and say thank you for allowing me to share a little rincón con ustedes. I also want to say thank you for all of the love and support and words of encouragement that I received after uh, a few of you listened to my last episode. It makes me feel less alone. Know that I am right there with you in the healing journey. I want to say that things are looking up um, with help from my therapist as well as my partner. But uh, for today's episode, it is all about my personal journey with my rizos. I am a proud colocha. So grab un cafecito de or water, sit down, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Odio mi pelo. I remember being quite young and telling my mother those words. I hated my hair. It wasn't straight. I couldn't get the popular short French girl haircut that I wanted so bad because my hair was just too curly and it's prone to frizz. Se te va esponjar y se te va a ser bien chirizo. That is what my mother used to tell me every time that I declared that I wanted to cut my long hair very short, like to my ears short. This made me hate my hair well into my adulthood. I took a look back at that little niña and I want to tell her, your hair is hermoso, es libre, rebellious, and wild, just like you. It represents your heritage. And that is a lesson I did not learn until years later. Well, well into my adulthood. Mi mamá es colocha. Mi papá has those tight curls that will have a lot of people thinking he's actually Caribbean instead of um, Salvadoreño. In fact, my dad rocked a proud afro back in the 80s. I've seen of pictures of one in particular that my great aunt has that I would love to get a hold of where my dad is just 18. He had just arrived to the United States a few weeks before and he is rocking that hairdo. My mother has always worn her hair short. I've never in my life I've have seen my mom with shoulder length hair or longer hair, it's always been short. And so with two parents who are curly haired, I was gonna come out the same way. As a young girl, my hair was quite long and I'm talking about like past my butt long. And since it was so curly, it was always in a trenza. I rarely wore it down, and when I did, I would have a lot of knots. I remember a time 
when there wasn't really a lot of products for curly hair like we have now, my childhood was in the 90s, early 2000s. So the beauty standard was very different. It was all about the straight hair. I didn't have any role models, any women that I saw on like in media rocking their natural curls. And if I knew anyone who had curly hair, they paid money to get their hair straightened. And I hated my hair. It was too long. I didn't know how to take care of it properly. And people around me would always say, Oh, your hair is so pretty, but it would be better if it were straight. As an insecure teen, all I'm hearing is, Tu pelo es malo. Finally, I started working. I saved my money. I went to get my hair professionally straightened. And I was very excited. So excited. Pero al final, when everything was done and I had sat in that chair for like more than two hours, I looked so weird. My hair was left too straight. It was so straight that bobby pins would slip right out. I also didn't like how I looked. I looked in the mirror and I didn't recognize the 19-year-old that was looking back at me. Santo Remedio. I decided that my hair natural was beautiful. And I was going to take time to learn how to properly take care of it. Luckily, years later, of movement started happening. I saw men and women on social media teaching others like me how to properly take care of their curly hair. This created the curly hair movement. Things of like the curly girl method started popping around. There were tutorials on how you should take care of your curls, how often you need to wash it, the products, how much moisture curly hair needs to look shiny, healthy, and bouncing. And it was an exciting time for me. It is exciting and was exciting for me to see that mas y mas mujeres, mujeres latinas, were putting down the straightener and saying, hey, I have curly hair and I'm going to rock it. I slowly started to fall in love with my rizos. I fell in love with my hair and I noticed that falling in love with my hair also made me connect a little bit more with my raíces salvadoreñas. And I realized that saying something like, odio mi pelo, I was expressing something hurtful that I had inherited by both of my parents. In a way, and in my ignorance, I didn't realize that saying such sentence could be so hurtful to both of my parents because I was telling them 
I disliked a part of me that was a part of them. And I wouldn't understand that until years later. And when I did, I apologized to my parents. I didn't... Yeah, it was an ignorant... What what an ignorant, fucked up thing to say. But social media and beauty standards... Let me rephrase that. Media and beauty standards were so different that when you tried to fit a mold already, trying to find a space in the world, being a woman of color, you tried to assimilate. And that's essentially what I was doing. And I wouldn't understand that until many, many, many years later. So I, I did ask for forgiveness for both of my parents. And then I started to notice something. My sister was my biggest role model. The kindest, humblest, most humble. I don't think humble is a sword. But most humble woman and kind on the face of this earth. She rocks her curly hair with confidence my nieces do too now more and more women are rocking their natural hair and I think that is so beautiful also it is exciting for me that this is a reality now where more and more young girls from any age will get to see women proudly rocking those curls and their natural hair texture. It sends the message that there is no such thing as pelo malo. That all natural textures are beautiful. Que nosotros somos más bellos naturalmente así a lo natural my curls tell the story of my parents my family and my culture the rebellious and untamed nature show the resilient spirit of the Salvadorian people and my ancestors now I let them free for the entire world to see. And I'm proud of that. And I'm proud to rock my natural hair color now. My natural hair. Rizos y todo. And it is a journey every day. But also it is so much easier now than it was 10, 15 years ago. I can go to my local drugstore and there is an entire aisle now dedicated with products for my natural texture and curly hair, where in the past I didn't have access to any of that. That didn't exist. And so slowly seeing that, that movement, it makes me so happy 
it's made my hair journey so much more fun learning about its texture how to properly take care of it how to find a stylist that can help me rock my curls in all of its glory it is exciting and phenomenal and it makes me very excited for young girls to have this opportunity as well and for anyone that's rocking their natural hair their texture and learning to embrace all of it i celebrate you i celebrate us because by us doing this small act that to others may seem very insignificant we're taking our power back we're kind of sticking well not kind of we are sticking it to the beauty industry and saying look you haven't done your job you haven't made it acceptable or even beautiful to have hair like mine and we are paving our own way nothing makes me more cheerful than seeing all these lines for textured hair owned by people of color and that needs to be celebrated because for far too long for far too long we have been marginalized ignored and shoved in a corner for far too long we have been assimilating trying to blend in when we were born to stick out for far too long we have given away our power those natural things that makes all of us beautiful the thickness of our bodies the texture of our hair the natural skin tone you know um the fact that we have brown eyes and it's not colored like there's this certain image that is very romanticized everywhere in every culture and now it is so nice to see more and more people just stepping in front of the camera and celebrating celebrating everything that makes them unique and that is so powerful to me that movement now that to many may seem ridiculous overrated too much in your face is so important for the younger generation this makes me excited for the future this makes me excited that we all of us collectively are doing things differently to help tomorrow's future be more accepting and that's that's a small change in the waves that i'm seeing now and that is so beautiful and to anyone that's out there that's listening um my hair is not an invitation for you to touch it do not touch my hair (laughs) do not touch my curls do not if i don't know you and we're not cool like that and you see me rocking my natural hair and curls and ringlets please don't just come up to me and touch my hair even if it's a compliment it's not okay i know that perhaps you mean well and you're celebrating something and and I, i appreciate that and i receive that but at the same time i'm letting you know don't 
come up to me and just touch my hair. Don't do that to anyone. It It's just not okay. You know, like, you can just go up to someone and, and be like, I love your hair. It looks great. Hey, thank you. I see that. I receive that. Thank you so much. We're not a show. <laughs> um, yeah. For I've I've had a lot of weird encounters. Well, I'll have strangers just come up to me and touch my ringlets, and I, you know, because my hair will naturally naturally form these little tight curls and ringlets. And they'll, someone will just, that I do not know, will come up to me and just grab my hair. I'm like, no, what? What are you doing? It makes me miss the six feet apart rule a little bit. It really does. I know it makes me sound like such an antisocial. And I promise I'm not. But yeah, if anyone that's listening out there, uh, practice restraint. It's just, you know what? It's just about personal space. It's about personal space. And sometimes not everyone is okay with you being all up in their grill. You know, just mm, keep that in mind. I wanted to say muchísimas gracias for listening to this new episode. It was quite a joy to put together and get a little more personal and talk about uh, something that really I'm passionate about, which is getting more comfortable with your identity and everything that makes you, you. I feel like I'm in a process where I'm rediscovering myself as well as falling back in love with myself um and I'll say therapy has a lot to do with it and also writing so um I hope you guys enjoyed it please don't forget to follow me on Instagram where I post previews of episodes and also I do tarot readings because we are full-on bruja vibes over here um so I post those from time to time. So check it out at Cipota Colocha Says. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave me a review. This helps me out a lot as a creator to put my podcast out there. So it's a little bit more easier for other people to find. And as always, nos vemos en la próxima.